More? Am I supposed to say something like uh, Gordon Monson? Test. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is the Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, we are live from Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram right here in Sandy in the Auto Mall, 10905 South Auto Mall Drive. You can check out their deals at lhmdeals.com or simply drop by and see us. Gordo, what's happening? It's good to be back. It's good. Yeah, Jake, it's good to have you back. Uh we are here at LHM, and uh, I, I I just came from the dentist. Yeah, I, I, you've had a, a couple of rounds of the old I dentist this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. root canal, and uh, that was uh, that was quite the experience. But uh, uh, the doctor I went to was really good, really professional, and uh, I didn't know whether I was going to be able to speak today because I, I literally I came here, stopped off at Jim's family restaurant to get some soup. The guys there were terrific. Came over here, and I could actually talk. I was a little shaky on Monday, though, wasn't I? You were, but uh, you had a, a good show on Monday. Uh, <laughs> not that you don't always have good shows, but uh, you were you were facing some adversity on Monday. Some, yes. some lack of sleep, some dental work. <laughs> you know, like the, no sleep on the you know kind of the the day of the Kobe Bryant thing. And, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was not an easy show to do. Anyway, in any circumstance, but uh, I cannot feel. My nose. Well, okay. I was going to ask you, uh, if your whole face is 100%, how much of it can you feel right now? I can feel my forehead. Okay. I can feel the left side of my nose. Okay. The right side of my nose. Uh, no, I cannot. And the right side of my mouth, I cannot. Okay. So so if I were to, or if you were to say consent to me just smacking you right on the right cheek. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on would, the right side. Would you feel it? Well, I don't know. I mean, because. You should where, try. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, you know how I feel like today? Right said Fred. <laughs> Such a stupid joke. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even. Right said Fred? What kind of band is did that? The, did the dentist gas you today, Gordon? No, but did, um, it may have seeped in there okay. a little bit. So today could be an adventure. It, I, I got news for you. It's always an adventure when I'm, I'm with you, buddy. I'm telling you, if I start slobbering, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll be I'll be a good friend. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's a good friend. I'll, I'll give you the kind of dab it up. All right, sign yeah. If, if I start slobbering if over to, here, if it's yeah. not, starts rolling out of my nose here, and I'm I don't here know. for you, buddy. Okay, you let me know. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for you. Now, some friends would just sit and laugh 
and make sure everybody else laughed at you too. No, I think you gotta, you know, you gotta have somebody looking out for you. It, it's the same, you know, if you've got a got a bug hanging or you know, unfortunate, you know, maybe the fly didn't make it all the way to the top. That a sort piece of, of thing. lettuce on your yeah, tooth. right, right, right. You, you tell them. You tell them. Yeah, you say, I hey, agree. get that, you know, get that squared away. Compose yourself for a moment, huh? We would do that for everybody. Would we do it for Austin? Well, yeah. Or Lloyd. Yeah. Why, Why not? Lloyd? Why not? Oh, not for Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, but for Austin. Ooh. Wow, that got aggressive. Of course, I'm just kidding. Lloyd apparently is back at the studio. And Boy. That, and that was a, he that got, was a he harsh got... reaction. Lloyd, are, are you back there? We're, we're just joking around. It, oh, he's oh did you? Uh, did you? Is that what you said that Lloyd would say to us, Austin? I don't. I, I said it off air, obviously. So I, I know, but I thought I'd just get a little snicker from you and then move right along. But okay, all right. Well, we thought, I mean, that we was... thought Lloyd like like stormed out of the studio. <laughs> well, well, that's what he does every day, isn't it? Lloyd, Lloyd knows we love him. At least I hope Lloyd knows we love him. So if we didn't love him, we wouldn't tease that we don't like. Right. Lloyd yeah. and I are both in foul moods this afternoon. What can are we you, do? What's going on? What, what, what's I, going on? Austin? I don't even know. I, I don't know. Today just sucks. That's You're all. just grumpy? Today sucks? The remote was incredible. Loved being at F45. That place is so cool. And then I had to come here. Oh, I'm sorry. And not see your faces. You know what? I Did, I, did, uh, did you, watching the jazz last night, maybe put you in a sour mood? Yeah, that might, you know, I don't know how it could have helped people's moods, but. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about the jazz. Thursday, who likes Thursdays? Well, Thursdays, my, well, I mean, I like Thursday a lot. Why? Because it's because it's better than Wednesday. How? And it's better than Tuesday, and it's better than Monday. It's like Christmas Eve. Who likes Christmas Eve? You like Christmas, not Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, but you're one day closer to the weekend. Two days or three days. Yeah, not when you. But did you see this? That this uh, this bill is moving forward. That Utah might go on full time Mountain Daylight Time. Okay, so I did. And can I can I tell you I'm actually really torn on it? See see if you can you can weigh in here. So I, I really don't mind going back and forth, and I, I haven't been for this in the past. But if they stay always on daylight savings time, yes, which is what? So if right now is three ten, what would that be a daylight savings time? Four ten? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. So these wonderful eight thirty starts that I or would it be? I don't know. I was or would it be seven thirty? That's that's what I'm. What I'm. Or uh, excuse me, it's three ten. Because we fall, we fall back in the fall, right? So we go from three ten to two ten. So it would be four ten right now. Daylight savings time. So so in that eight thirty window, there's no way they can start the games at nine thirty, right? So they'd be forced not to have 8.30, at least home games, for national television. That's right. Because essentially, if I have this right, we would be half the year, we would be regular mountain time, daylight. Mountain daylight, mountain daylight time. time. Yeah. And then the other half, we would, be, we would share that time zone with California, right? Is that how it works? Isn't that is what Arizona's with, doing? Or is it and with forever? Omaha? No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Coming up wait, next, gardening get... tips and other old <laughs> so I can't, no, this I, is This affects a lot of people. I this is important. I can't decide what I'm rooting for, I guess. Should I be selfish and root for that? Or, you know what, if that's the case, then the Jazz won't be on national television as much, which that's not good for, for you know exposure and that sort of thing. 
So am I rooting for me? Well, are the Lakers on national television a lot? Because if their time would be the same as the Lakers. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be the same as Central. It would? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Tweet us if we're wrong. (laughs) Jay Scott's own at Gordon Monson. We'd be Central for half the year. We've got to be able to figure this out. Why? (laughs) I think we have. We would be central time half the year. Won't your phone just update on its own and then you'll know what time it yeah. is? We'd be I central. I know, but we're talking about. All right. Remember when yeah. uh, you wrote with okay. fountain pens? That was fun. You dip it in the ink. Hey, how about this tweet coming in from Evan real quick before we get to the split story of the day? Evan says, I'll bring you guys your dinner of choice if Jake smacks Gordon in the face and films it to put on Twitter. You guys are the best. Let's get some dinner, Gordo. Let's get something to eat. Yeah, but you smacked me in the face and you hit the area that I just had uh, worked on, then I don't think I'd be able to eat dinner. You get a facelift? (laughs) Come on, just a just a just a hearty smack. My face I won't, is no. I won't. Watch I won't out for Gordon's Botox. And, I won't. I won't reach back and really, you know, just a just a smack. You know, just a firm. See if you feel it, kind of smack. Why would I want to do that? Science, like like Clint says on Twitter. No. What if uh, What if it meant me and Jake let you out of the dinner you owe us? Still. No. No, because I'm perfectly willing. I keep telling you guys, let's go. But you always say, oh, no, we got to, uh, we got to, you know, uh, wash our dog that night. I don't have a dog. I don't think Austin does either. (laughs) Well, I don't know. That makes it worse. Well, I don't think either one of us have used that excuse. You've used every other excuse. You you you, know, like work. Well, yeah, we're not going to get dwell. Yeah, we're not going to dwell on this. You you come up with it like that day, like, hey, guys, tonight, let's, let's do it. It's like, well, Gordon, you know. I'll just chain the toddler up out back and we'll go get some grub. You know, what do you want me to do? Don't even joke about that. <laughs> well, jeez. What am I? I okay. All right. Should we get to the split? If someone can please figure out that time thing, we would appreciate it. Please tweet at us because we, we do need to get that. We, we created a question and couldn't answer it. And I don't want to think that hard to try and really get it right see this person says jake we would be on pacific time half the year and be on the same time zone as arizona all the time i thought that if they the bill they're considering though is to be on mountain daylight, daylight time, time all year all year long where i think that arizona is on pacific daylight time all year no they're not <laughs> there's this thing called google gentlemen <laughs> what does google say not what you're saying what your tweeter just said. Uh, someone closed. figure it out for us and pass it along so we can pass it along, share that information with everybody. Yeah, we're dying to know. You know, I think people do want to know. Sorry, the painkiller has moved to my I brain. St- I still think I'm right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the split story of the day. Hit it, Austin. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Tony Bradley tries to tap the rebound out, but it goes to Rudy Gay. Left wing white for three. Quick release. Got it. And the Jazz are down by eight. 63-55 as Donovan hits Donovan hits the free throw. Here's DeRozan. Pull up mid-range jumper left side is good. 
DeHard DeRozan is getting to whatever spot he wants with no resistance, and he can't miss. DeRozan at the top. Swings to Bellinelli. Back to DeRozan, six on the clock. He's going one-on-one on O'Neal. He works to his spot on the right baseline. He fades back. He hits. DeMar DeRozan, 35. Jazz down seven. Austin just can't deal with the fact that uh, he thinks I'm right. Waldo uh, Statler here. Why, why, why is Austin so freaking mean? I don't know. He is in a bad mood. He's, he's, he's grouchy today. I'm gonna, it's, it's, yeah. I, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to this pleasant story of the day. Let's start with the Jazz. Uh, not terrific. Oh Last night against the Spurs, Gordon, 127 to 120 is your final. Donovan Mitchell did have 31 points. Went to the line 10 times, which was good. But uh, perimeter defense, Gordon, let's start here because you've seen this coming for a while now. Perimeter defense is a serious issue. And I get back to something that uh, Rudy Gobert said two games ago where they let Houston get to their spots. That's exactly what happened again with San Antonio. Exactly. And those guys were perfectly aware of it. And they replicated the same thing, the same problem for the Jazz. And the Jazz cannot allow a team to shoot 56% and then send them to the free throw line because they foul them instead of playing defense. This is backward. This is exactly what Quinn Snyder doesn't want his team to do. And they better come around to it because other teams are going to catch on to this and they're going to do the same thing. Now, I don't know if every team can do that, but some of the better teams can. And it's becoming a real problem for the Jazz. This perimeter defense, when teams have a a five who can be a threat from the outside and draw Rudy out, the, the Jazz have to figure out a way to stop these guys from shooting, uh, getting clean looks. And I know DeRozan is a fine player. He's not that good. I know Eric Gordon is a fine player, but he ain't that good. The Jazz made him look that way. Well, and San Antonio got 42 mid-range shots because they were easy shots. And they yeah. were knocking them down, especially to Rosen and, and to your point on fouling. And we talked a little bit about this, Jake, in the past. Uh, have the Jazz gotten to the point where their offense is so good, and it's been the best offense in the league for quite a while now, uh, to, so they can negate this. Uh, Austin, I think you asked that question yesterday, didn't you? And, and we got an answer last night that the offense could not keep up. And shoot that well, but I mean that's you're creating poison for yourself. They shoot forty four percent last night in that game, and look look at their their primary shooters Bogdanovich six of sixteen. You know that's not particularly efficient, as you mentioned. Donovan Mitchell nine of twenty. Clarkson was uh, seven of fourteen, so that worked out all right. Niang one of four. That's not good enough. Ingles three of eight. Uh, and Mike Conley, and that's a whole other subject that we need to address at some point, three of eight as well. So the Jazz shoot 44%, the Spurs shoot 56%. It's not too difficult to figure out who's going to win that game on that team's home floor. Gordon, I want to um, uh, revisit an opinion I had a couple of years ago. Remember when, um, remember when Rudy, this is two years ago, Donovan's first year, Rudy got hurt during December. 
and was out for a really tough stretch of basketball. And I thought that Rudy being out, never, while never a good thing, maybe they could parlay it into a good thing because they were having perimeter defense issues. And I think that, and this is kind of a side effect of Rudy, I think he almost creates bad habits sometimes yeah, because he, he erases so much when he's on that you can get beat or not play something right or be a little bit sloppy and you're not going to pay for it. And when Rudy came back, I didn't think it was any coincidence that they went on that big run, partially due to the fact that all of a sudden the perimeter defense had a lot better habits because they had to live without Rudy for a while. And then you throw Rudy back into that mix, and all of a sudden they're the best defense in the league. I wonder, because the Jazz are not dominant defensively from an athletic position. You know, They're not the Clippers. Right. They're, they have to be smart and focused and all these words that Team that defense use. has the, to be there. The whole thing. And I wonder if when these these teams are bringing Rudy out of the paint, if all of a sudden these bad habits that have all of a sudden developed because Rudy's been there are, are exposed. And they're going to have to figure out how to not play. They're going to have to play on a string every night because pe- te- other teams are going to do this, or at least try. And as I say, I think some of the better teams, some of the teams the Jazz will face in the playoffs – are certainly capable of doing it. And so they've got to get, like you said, figured out. And the, uh, this is one of the great mysteries to me. Uh, take Jordan Clarkson, for instance. Guy is a flat scorer, right? If he is athletic enough to get shots for himself, shouldn't he be athletic enough to play good defense? Donovan Mitchell can get shots for himself. He's athletic enough. Jumps out of the gym. All that stuff. Should he not be a better defensive player than he is look i love donovan mitchell and i think he's a terrific presence on the jazz we have heard him say over and over again i got to play better defense i got to play better defense that's my goal i have to do it yep you have to do it and right now i'm not seeing it so much and that's true for almost all the jazz perimeter everybody but rudy gobert yeah and royce o'neill you know he's He's maybe better than average on the team, but he's getting beat too. Well, he certainly did last night. And a lot of this is effort. I mean, beating beating a player to the spot that they want to go to is just as simple. Get them off their spot. So much about basketball is that, or so much about good defense is, is that's, that's an effort and focus thing. And but, you're right. I mean, Royce O'Neal is a good defensive player, but he's not overwhelming anybody athletically. He can guard a lot of different positions, but, you know, if, if – if he's going one-on-one for some, with somebody, he's vulnerable at times, or he certainly looked like he was last night. They, I think they're just going to have to figure a lot of this stuff out and just be more focused, and Donovan Mitchell is capable of more. Jordan Clarkson, I don't think, is giving you any more defensively. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, we've never, ever seen it before, so I don't expect it to do start out. Do, do you have an answer for my initial question? What? Why? Yeah. Um think it probably differs with uh, like like Carlos Boozer was dominant offensively at times but nobody could accuse him of that defensively was that a try issue was that a physical issue because he was limited when it came to lateral quickness yeah that's true you know is Jordan Clarkson is is he limited when it comes to moving laterally I mean I I don't we could we could break down the physical traits but then there's also that kind of scores mentality where you know defense might not be his highest priority Well, if guys are going to have to sacrifice more of their energy at the defensive end, and if it's going to come at a cost of some of their offensive efficiency, is it worth it? 
for the very reason that I talked about earlier, the question Austin brought Well, yes. If you ask Quinn Snyder, he's going to tell you yes. But the problem is, is that the problem or the problem was, was the bench was so bad at scoring the basketball that you plug Jordan Clarkson and you say, geez, fill, fill this role. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if you guard anybody. It well, makes no that, difference. That's I mean, going to have can't, to change. Well, but what, how, it's not because you have to have him in that role. There's, there's no other option. You cannot discipline Jordan Clarkson for not playing defense but by taking him out it, of the rotation. What good does it do to have, uh, to have him scoring at the other end if he's just going to give up points at the other end? Because we saw what they were like <laughs> without him, and that's that they played neither offense nor defense. Yeah. So well, it's a I, it's a real issue right now. And I mean, I, Mike Conley is is not uh, as gifted defensively right now as Emmanuel Mudiay, but you got to play Mike Conley. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm he's not going to play wonder. tonight. He's out with some right knee soreness, but yeah, you do. I'm I'm starting to wonder. I, I haven't come to a conclusion yet because we, you and I have said all along that Quinn is coaching this team for the postseason. And uh, not for necessarily for a win on any given night, but okay, while we're young. But the fact remains. You know, we, we're waiting. The fact remains that if the Jazz are going to be elite, Mike Conley has to, they have to figure it out. He has to, I'm not, and we talked about this earlier this week, I think, obviously it wasn't last week, uh, but that maybe it doesn't have to be 20 and 8, Mike Conley, or 21 and 8, Mike Conley. But you you got to get something out of him. I mean, he's got to be he's he's got to contribute. But so. he's got to play some defense. Well, is he going to grow? Because because that's <laughs> going to make it difficult unless he's six five tomorrow. So they got to they, they have to figure it out. Have to. Yeah. Uh, I see players come down and set screens. Uh, opponents for the Jazz set a screen, and that frees up the the the, the, the shooter. And the Jazz have to have someone help on time. Uh, that rotation has to happen in a more clean manner than it has been happening. Because yeah. he's, I mean, like we said, Eric Gordon and then DeRozan last night. I mean, is it too easy? Too easy and too painful. And then the Jazz fall behind and they can't seem to catch up. Because what do they always say? We've heard this a thousand times from Jazz players themselves. That when you get behind, the only way to get back is to play defense, right? And I'm not a defense wins championships kind of guy. I understand you got to have got to put the ball in the basket too. But this is getting the last two games have revealed a real a real problem area for the Jazz that needs to be addressed either with mentality, with smarts, with timing, with connectivity, as Quinn likes to say. Or with more athleticism. And the way the Jazz are going to do it, I don't know. Are the Jazz tired? I've heard some people say that. You know, they're hanging on to get to the All-Star break. By the way, the All-Star reserves to be named. Today. During our show today. So we will pass that along to you as soon as we know. And we'll dig into that a little bit later on in the show. Sam Amick is going to be on with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We'll talk some Super Bowl in the 5 o'clock hour with our friend Ty Schalter. Uh, Yeah, we haven't hit on a ton of Super Bowl this week, so it'll be fun to talk to Ty. Uh, So coming up next, though, um, not so good story coming from the University of Utah football program. Uh, We'll talk about it straight ahead. We're live. Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram here in Sandy at the Sandy Automall, 10905 South Automall Drive unbelievable deals on new rams gordon i know you're a truck guy now you can't help but admire one of those ramps 
Yeah, I am a part-time truck guy. Oh, is that official? Tomorrow. It's official tomorrow that the suppose the neighborhood that the new rocket ship arrives. Huh? <laughs> I love my truck. I do. You love it so much. You're replacing it. <laughs> I'm not replacing it. <laughs> love it so much. It's it's going it's going into the garage. No, for good. no, it's not. I'm keeping it. But uh, I love driving it. My wife today she said, "Hey, I want to drive your truck today." I said, "Okay." So I'm driving her car today. So she loves where, it where, too. Where is the truck going to be parked? Uh, in the garage. Oh, who's getting bumped? Uh, one of my daughters. <laughs> one of your daughters has a garage spot? Yeah. How many cars can you fit in? I thought you only had a two-car garage. No, a three. You have a three? Mm-hmm. Come on, Jake. So one of the daughters is getting bumped, huh? Yeah. How's she feel about that? I don't care. <laughs> 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 uh, come see us 10905 South Automall Drive we've been uh, coming out here for years Gordon and they're absolutely terrific well this is where I bought my deal. truck from yeah absolutely so, I mean this is <laughs> we were on a show here and I wander out into the park out into the lot and sure enough fell in love 10905 South Automall Drive <laughs> what better place to fall in love than on a car store more next 97.5 and 1280 The Zone I have a nice car slow mo the Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. I'm wondering when you're playing this well, does the way Quinn interact with the team change at all? He's the same guy today that he is six years ago when he first got the job. And that's hard to do, to stay so focused and determined to keep this franchise going and obviously heading in the right direction. And obviously everyone that's watched closely for the six years Quinn's been here, he's a big part of this massive change that's happened. A lot is the culture and what he does and what he brings and what he stands for. Utah is lucky to have him and Hopefully he's, well, he just extended, didn't he? So he's, yeah. he's here for a bit longer. Oh, yeah. Catch jazz man Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone at The Zone Sports Network. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains. Show 97.5, 1280 of the zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, band of the day today. John Denver, the jazz are in Denver, get it? Selected by Austin, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. Do you know that John Denver's real name, uh, it, it wasn't John and it wasn't Denver. It was Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. Well, there's a John in there. Well, yeah, his middle name. Lots of people go by their middle name. Okay, that's fine. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it. Deutschendorf. Is How Deutschendorf German for Denver? It, <laughs> I, I don't know how he came up with the name Denver. I really always enjoyed John Denver's. Uh, he had a live album that I used to listen to when I was uh, a youngster. A young, uh, did well, you ever see a him live? Person. I did not. He's immensely talented and uh, obviously... Uh, left this life a little too early. But uh, anyway, I thought he was a very, very talented artist and always enjoyed listening to him. 
All right, we're live at Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram here in Sandy, 10905 South Automall Drive. Drop by and see us. We do have some jazz shirts to give away. We have one jazz desk ornament left. So drop by and see us. Say hello. And, of course, uh, check out uh, all sorts of great deals. You can check them out online, lhmdeals.com. All right, Gordon, a a story that uh, these are never fun to talk about, but there's a sports tie to it. So uh, figure we break it down a little bit, I guess. Mm Utah wide receiver Terrell Perriman, he's 20 years old. Uh, He was booked into Salt Lake County Jail this morning. Uh, A statement describing the probable cause, and by the way, I'm reading from the, uh, the Tribune report here, alleges that he met a girl on Instagram, then the two connected on Snapchat. Uh, The teenager, who was 17, uh, told police uh, that Perriman uh, pressured her to send him nude photos and that he had sent her uh, several things in return. Uh, The girl met him at his Salt Lake City apartment uh, where she uh, said he trapped her in his room and wouldn't let her leave. Mm. Uh, She told police that she was afraid after she saw that Perriman had a taser. Um, she asked him if he could leave, according to the statement, and he said only after she cons- had sexual contact with him. She told him uh, she didn't want to. Uh, Paramount allegedly blocked the door, took her cell phone, and covered her mouth. Uh, the sus- uh, basically, it uh, went downhill from there. Uh, Gordon, he's uh, arrested on suspicion of rape, kidnapping, enticing a minor by intent or text, and dealing in material harmful to a minor. He is yet to be charged, um, and we'll see where this goes from there. But uh, the football end of this, uh, Kyle Whittingham released a statement. He said, uh, talked about the, quote, very serious allegations. He said, obviously, this does not reflect the values and standards of our program, and we will continue to monitor the situation as it moves through the legal process. We are cooperating with the authorities and university personnel and will continue to assist as requested. Due to the ongoing legal proceedings, we are unable to comment further at this time, and he is on indefinite suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon, this is, uh, this is very serious stuff. No doubt about that. And every time this sort of story comes out, uh, and it's in the early stages of it, I'm not quite sure what to say. Because I don't know what happened there. It has to be, uh, you know, sort of uh, played out in in, uh, court proceedings so that you know what the evidence is, so you know what happened, and then you can react accordingly at that point. All I can say is go back to the same things, Jake, that are are just it's common sense no freaking means no how many times do we have to say it no means no i don't care what led up to it if you come to a point where a woman of any age says no that is the end of the story i don't care what's going on before that i don't care if there's been you know, and I'm not saying this is the case in th- in this one, but I mean, if there's teasing, if there's playfulness, if there's some sort of activity that's going on up to that point, I don't care. It does not matter. There is no excuse for taking it beyond no. Can we get that through our heads? I think that is by far the most important message to get out there. Um and I'm glad you said it and well said to get deeper into this story a little bit and concentrate on how the, the university and the football team are handling it. One, I, I'm a I'm an innocent until proven guilty 
uh, guy, but when it comes to this sort of thing, listen, uh, Mr. Perriman here shouldn't be thinking about football, guilty or innocent. He should be thinking about spending the next yeah. large portion of his life behind bars if. and not concentrating on doing wind sprints, whether he's guilty or innocent. So I think the the indefinite suspension is is more than appropriate at the time right now from the University of Utah football program. Uh, and then, you know, the, the police were involved in this one, Gordon. But, you know, when it comes to this sorts of thing, these sorts of things, you hope that they're handled correctly. And you don't want a Baylor situation on your hands. I thought that that uh, what happened at Utah State a few years ago, I mean, there was some stuff in there that made you uneasy, Gordon. And, and the Tory Green there, thing. Yeah, the Tory mm-hmm. Green thing. There was some there were some more than signs there. And there were some mistakes with how that whole situation was handled. And so I like the way you said that, though, Jake, because, OK, innocent until proven guilty. But if you are guilty of this, man, you administrators, coaches, teammates better not run from it. They better turn and face it right, and get it taken care of appropriately. I mean, knowing Kyle Whittingham the way we do, we would expect him to act appropriately here. I, that's That would be my expectation. But some coaches have been known to side with the player, regardless of what took place. It, it's just unconscionable. I, I don't – I've never gotten that. I've never gotten that. I, I don't understand why. I mean, I understand the point of trying to protect your program and all that, but not at the sacrifice of an individual right? whose, and, whose rights have been severely violated. And that's why I say an indefinite suspension here I, I think is perfectly appropriate. And we'll see how, because, I mean, I, I kind of had a similar thing to say about the uh, Domo Hatfield thing a couple of years ago. Remember the accused armed robbery and, and the football team suspended him indefinitely. And it was like he was, that was like a B felony. I mean, armed robbery, that yeah. was a huge deal. And, and it worked out that he, he, he was not guilty of armed robbery. And he went through what he had to go through and he got back on the team and everything was fine. That was kind of where it worked, where he turned out to be innocent and they they got it all figured out but when you're facing those kind of charges i mean you shouldn't be thinking uh, about you shouldn't be thinking about football and here's one thing with utah what's one of their advantages gordon in the pac12 seriously one of their advantages is uh, they can get guys into school if they've had some problems in their past those sorts of things they can get them admitted and utah is such a strong culture because Witt has been there for so long that a lot of those high risk quote unquote high risk guys fall in line Look at, look at somebody like Gianni Paul. Look at Devontae Booker. Look at Kalen Clay. These guys that kind of had a sketchy past until they got to Utah and absolutely flourished because they got into the structured system. Here's one where, and I don't know that much about his background, so I don't want to make mm-hmm. assumptions, but maybe where it, it, there's a chance it could happen. You know? Well, the, the appropriate course is always to investigate, right. not to cover. Not yes. to cover yes. up right. or try to protect. No. Get that out of your mind right now. Yep. Investigate thoroughly. Find out what took place and act accordingly. I mean, it's uh, following the truth is the easiest way to live, right? It's certainly true in cases like this. So find out what happened and then then act the way you should. I'll tell you what, very... Very serious stuff. There's no doubt about it. All right. We want to remind you, if you're buying or selling a home, Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. 
Tom Homo held his super secret media summit today, Gordon. <laughs> and there was, a, I mean, as always, he covers a lot of ground. He'll answer any question. But there were, uh, there was certainly some news he commented on with ESPN and uh, finalizing some things. We'll get to that coming up next. Stay tuned. It's a big show live from Larry Chmiller, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Sandy, 10905 South Automall Drive, here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. He's with KSL Sports, also joins us on the pre-half and post-game coverage, Ben Anderson. What do you make of the reacclamation or whatever word we want to put on it of Mike Conley and how that's gone? I'm not sure you're trying to look at his big picture so much as you're just trying to make sure that Mike Conley's healthy, he's not going to re-injure that hamstring, and he's ready to build up and play more minutes. I really think that's what the majority of it's about, just making sure the minutes are there, the comfort there, and then you can insert him into the starting lineup, assuming that's where Quinn Snyder goes. More so than, hey, does he fit this role as a six-man? Because that's just not who he is. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country ball like me can't hack. Early to rise, early in a sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm. Raising me a family and working on the farm. Days are all filled with an easy country charm. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from Larry Schmiller, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, 10905 South Automall Drive. Come see us. Still have some jazz gear for you. Coming up tomorrow, we'll be at the warehouse from 3 to 6, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Prices so low, it will blow your mind. All right, Gordon. Tom Homo had the super secret media summit today. He does it twice a year, gets everybody together and fire questions at him, and he'll hang out as long as you want him to. Uh, I, I didn't check how, long, how late uh, this, how long this version went. He usually goes like an hour and a half. You've yeah. been down there before, peppering Tom with questions. Uh, I have Tom's cell phone uh, number. On oh, phone, good for so you. Been, so you don't need this. Super secret. BS is. You don't but, need uh, to go to the um, media summit to get uh, access to Tom. Oh, I see. No, no, it's good information. I'm Text glad. Text Tom right now and just uh, say, hey, hey hope you're having a nice Monson. day. You want me to? Sure. Just say, hey, Tom, just. I don't want to mock the process just, here. Well, you're not mocking anything. You just say, hey, pal, hope you're having <laughs> a nice day. <laughs> hey, buddy. All right, the big news, and we can get into more uh, of uh, what Tom Homo covered uh, a little bit later on in the show, but this is kind of the big news today, uh, talking about uh, ESPN or the official announcement of the new deal with ESPN. It is done. It is done. It's a new seven-year deal, which, of course, we basically know nothing about, other than if a a conference affiliation comes about in the next seven years, there is an opt-out clause in the contract. He did say that. Okay. But we don't know how much they're making. We don't. And that's wouldn't you like to know? I kind of would like to know, to be honest. And then uh, they also announced the bowl agreements. And they've uh, Tom Homo wanted to announce this at the same time. And he said, actually, the media rights agreement was an easier negotiation than it was to get this uh, this bowl agreement taken care of. But the, the bowl agreement is very interesting. But let's hear Tom Homo here talk about it for a second. All right. I feel really good about it. I've felt really good about it. We've been in discussions for a couple of years. And when I say that, it's not like they we spend hours a day on it. But um, we knew it was coming up, and we wanted to address it early, and we started early. Um, we've had an 
meetings at games where we just happen to be at, you know, with the, some of their principals. We've had a lot of things over the airway, I mean, over the uh, emails. We've had calls. And through that time, we were able to come to a really good um, agreement. And I like it. It's what we expected it to be. I think it's what they expected it to be. There wasn't a lot of wranglings, but came out where we feel we are able to progress these next number of years and do the things that we need to with ESPN on our, in, our, in our side. How does that impact independence? Well, you can't do it without it. Absolutely. There's no way. I, you know, and people say maybe you could have gone with, could you, could you, could you have gone with another uh, broadcast company? Yeah, sure. I, I, people are able to do amazing things now in broadcast, but we wanted to do it with ESPN. ESPN was, you know, is... Uh, the sports leader. I have believed it years ago. I believe it now, and I think it's going to be, you know, going forward that it's going to be the same way. All right, there you go. Talking about the new deal. Uh, now the TV rights agreement we just know is for the next seven years. Here's the deal with the Bulls, Gordon. Uh, ESPN will provide a bowl tie-in for BYU in 2020, 2022, and 2024 if they're not selected to participate in a New Year's Six game. Uh, and then in the other years, actually, it's a, it's kind of a two-and-a-half, maybe three-year deal with the Independence Bowl in Shreveport. Uh, they'll appear in 2021 and 2025 versus a Conference USA opponent and 2023 versus a Pac-12 opponent. However, there's an opt-out in that deal if they get into the Cheez-It Bowl in Arizona, interestingly enough. But you got to imagine Tom's probably talked to the Cheez-It Bowl, and they've said if they don't get a representative from the Pac-12 or Big 12, they think about BYU, and uh, Tom seemed pretty confident that that'll happen at least once. So he said that the bowl negotiation was trickier than the than the media rights. Yeah, which I, I found kind of interesting. Yeah, actually. I did too. Uh, but this sounds about what you would expect, right? I mean, there's there's no bombshell there one way or the other. I, I think that's about what you would expect BYU's opportunity to be. All right, so think about this for a second, though. I think this is pretty savvy on Tom's part, this, this bowl agreement. And seriously, tell me if you think I'm up in the night. Okay. But Tom probably has been listening for years at the criticism of independence being, oh, you either go undefeated or you know you're going to Boise or you know you're going to Hawaii because they've had these agreements hammered out, you know, in advance, right? Well, in this situation with the ESPN Bulls, they could go to any of the ESPN Bulls. So if they have a good year, they could technically get a better bowl game. Yeah. And even with the, the independence bowl bids, they have the opt-out for that Cheez-It Bowl. You still have more to play for. Yeah. So this feels to me like Tom's responding to one of the criticisms of independence, and maybe it's not you know, the perfect solution, but at least you're playing for a little bit better bowl game or higher exposure or better destination as opposed to, well, guess we're going to the whatever bowl they've had deals with in right. the past, the Poinsettia Bowl uh-huh. or the, the Miami Beach Bowl or whatever. It's and been. we don't know whether the end result will be any better than it was before but at least it's got something it built into it yeah yeah i i'm with you 100 percent. so i i haven't heard about heard anybody talk about that today but i thought well that's that's tom responding saying okay i'll work out a better deal with espn when it comes to the bulls so that they can possibly give us better destinations if we have better seasons. And that way it's not undefeated or bust. Right. And maybe there's a, a better a better game or better matchup, a better payday in there somewhere. Yeah, I think uh, that's exactly right. And we've talked a lot in the past about motivation for BYU's players. Right. What do they have to play for? Right. 
well, that has been addressed at least a little bit. I mean, it's still not a conference championship, obviously, but it's uh, it's something. It's something. And why wouldn't you have that opportunity? It seems like with BYU's relationship with ESPN that that's sort of a no-brainer. That you would be able to, if BYU's having a stellar year, but not stellar enough to be in the New Year's Six Bowl, and you're ESPN and you have all these bowl games, why wouldn't you want to elevate that team? It's a team you've been providing airtime to all season long. Why wouldn't you want to give them a good opportunity at that point? That helps on both sides of the equation. It helps, you know, BYU's games when they're on ESPN, and ESPN knows that this team has a potential to go to a better bowl game. So it works on that end, and then it works on the other end where you're going to a better bowl game that happens to be run by ESPN. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Sam Amick. We're live. Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram here in Sandy, 10905 South, Automall Drive. Stop by and see us. Still have a few jazz shirts for you, a jazz ornament as well, not to mention the best deals in town on brand-new Chrysler, Jeeps, Dodge, or Ram, and uh, they'll take great care of you. We've known these guys for years. Stay tuned. Sam Amick next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke. Um, wait one second, guys. Are you leaving? Okay, I love you. Happy anniversary. There you go. There's the romantic 19 years right there, guys. Me wishing my wow. life happy anniversary. Who says romance is dead? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't know if I could get away with saying, hey, uh, I'll see you later. Happy anniversary, by the way. Right in the middle of the conversation. Yeah, on a phone interview. I'm still scratching my head over it. I would be gutted. Like, that's what you're going to do for our anniversary? Happy anniversary as I'm leaving? This uh, is the business we chose. <laughs> oh, calm <laughs> down there. Lloyd. Just because you're only celebrating your, like, what, first anniversary coming up here pretty soon? And you've already forgotten, what, one of them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm over one. <laughs> oh, that's right. Catch hands and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.